Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. You deserve a moment to yourself every single day. And a delicious bite of a Keebler Sandies can give you that comforting pause. Don't forget to pack the melt-in-your-mouth magic of a Keebler Sandies for a post-errands pick-me-up. This magic is baked into simple shortbread cookies by Ernie and the Keebler Elves. So as life continues to fly by, make the most of your me moment. Take a pause and enjoy a Keebler Sandies. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. From Hollywood to you. Thank you for listening to us. Ryan Seacrest. Seacrest! On air, on air, on air with Ryan Seacrest. Good morning. Sis, hi, Tanya. Hi. Good to have you guys with us. Mostly Hello. sunny today. Highs around 70 and hot this weekend. It's Everybody's talking about the heat. So hot this weekend. So enjoy these next few days of just normalness. Because Why can't I enjoy the heat? I don't know. The heat just stings a little. <laughs> it, it does. But uh, look, I mean, you want to be safe and you want to try and stay cool and you want to put a washcloth on your forehead at night before you go to sleep. But <laughs> it's the beginning of the heat. We had a little May gray. We got June gloom coming. That's a true. Heat at the beginning. Honestly, yeah, it's it's so unpredictable these next two months of like what the weather will be like. So I guess enjoy the heat while it's here. So it's Mexican Mother's Day. That's right. Today. Mm-hmm. And, and uh, El Salvador and Guatemala. So do well. you celebrate as well? With my mom, I do. I always make sure to call her and send her some flowers on Mexican Mother's Day as well. So she, she gets two gifts. Did she take Sunday and Oh, today? she does. Yes. Oh, I, wow. She should. I know. I know. And technically, I can too. I am half Mexican, so. We'll take half the day. <laughs> I'll take half the day. I would take noon to eight. I agree. D- don't do the early part. Take right. the late, latter exactly, part. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, well, listen, here's the way I look at any of these celebrations or days of honor. If you can take it take it right yeah life is too short not to take it you're right exactly every mother of mine that i spoke with you have one mother well every mother Mm -hmm. in my life i should say okay that i spoke with kelly meredith connie Those are the three it's spoke Okay. To. Okay, what they say. Outside the show. All they wanted was I they wanted very interesting. They either wanted to be alone or to be with their kids. <laughs> it was it was like the opposite ends of the spectrum. You want like, to be with your kids if they're well behaved. Or if they're of a certain age, maybe. Yes. Hmm. Because Kelly wants peace and quiet, and I think she wants really to n- not be bothered. I agree with that. I can see that. But my mother maybe because I invited her to my house, wanted to be with her chickens. That's what she says. I just want to yeah. be with my chickens. That's all she I want. She wants to be surrounded by everybody. That's how my mom is. Yeah. But it's not true. She doesn't just want to be with her chickens. She wants paella as well. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. She wants a paella. Oh, I didn't even tell you. So I don't know how many paella fans there are listening right now, but I tried something for the first time. I had a breakthrough. This is like the 20th year I've been making paella for mom's birthday. Yeah. I get a little riced up. Right? Like, there's a lot of rice in paella. And okay. I, what bums me out is that there's so many good things in paella, but I fill too fast because I eat the rice with it. What did you do? Cauliflower rice. Cauliflower rice. Mm. Oh, no. And it worked. Because <laughs> the sauce. Yeah. The sauce, it gets soaked, soaked up. Dip. So you only taste the sauce. You don't taste the cauliflower. And you don't get nearly as So we made a regular one with rice and one with cauliflower, and it worked. How'd you do this? Did you look up a cauliflower recipe for a paella, or you just go rogue? No, I just went rogue. All you got, cauliflower rice is the easiest yeah. thing in the world. Okay. And it's it's a blank canvas. 
Yeah, but so it doesn't you, make you gassy. N- n- not. I. You know what I did? I have to. I have to. So that's not weigh a no. The lesser of two evils, right? So it's like I'd rather be gassy than full and carbed up from the uh-huh. right. Speaking of gas, did you guys see Justin Bieber's post from like the other day? What happened? No. It was him. I, it was. It was like. A post from him, and it was a video of him on stage saying, I was so gassy during this performing, I was just letting them rip, and none of you guys had any clue. You know, it's not <laughs> uncommon. I think <laughs> that, that's all I'm going to think about when I see him on stage ever. Yeah, I'm going to tell you right now the body, when, when one is about to go on stage, and you know this from public speaking or uh-huh. having to give a presentation, yeah. when you're about to go out on stage in front of people, your body does things in a panic, and that's a common side effect. <sighs> The show must go on. But the, you listen, you're never going to know because there's no microphone down there. No way. And if he keeps moving along, no one, right? Just move along the stage. No one's going to know. I feel like now I'm always going to know. I like that he. Oh, I loved that. it. I reposted it because I was laughing so hard. I was like, this is such genuine honesty. And when you think about what it really is, it's just air, guys. It's not that gross. <laughs> puro aire. That's what I say. Oh, it's, it's puro just aire. Air. Mm. <laughs> All right. Listen, we have got to keep moving. We got a big, busy show today. CC in West Hollywood. Hey, CC. Good morning. I want to tell you, CC. That is what my niece Flora calls my mom, which is her grandma. She calls her CC. Oh, okay. So it's a cute when, name. When they said CC's on the line, I was like, oh, that's cute. My mom's on the <laughs> But oh. it's different CC. But <laughs> equally as adorable, CC. So, how, what, what can we do? Oh. What's up? Well, I heard of Ryan's Roses where. The woman was calling in because she was, you know, she had seen the emails that were cleared out and it seemed a little suspicious to her. And it kind of hit close to home just because I've experienced that myself. You know, my husband had an affair and, um, you know, we're always prone to going ahead and, you know, having those feelings and affairs usually happen through phone calls or email uh, or text messages so you're never thinking like let me go check an email address to see if there's one a new one created so i it never dawned on me and um he had an affair and the woman went ahead and decided it was a good idea to create an email where they can stay in touch and that's how they kept their affair secret and you know if i would have never um She's a married woman, so you know. I guess her husband and they had their they had their own problems, and he found out the email, and you know he ended up coming over to my house looking for my husband, and that's how I found out. Oh, and, oh, 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 hold, hold, hold. He <laughs> came over, and you didn't know why he was there, and how did he tell you? Well. um, Obviously, there's this person at the door. We don't usually open for strangers if I'm not waiting for anybody. And I'm, I'm a mother of three, and I had a set of twins that were relatively young at the moment. So something in my heart just said, you know, just open this door. It just seemed like a stranger at the door. And um, I opened the door, and he was looking for my husband, and I told him that he wasn't available. And he asked if, you know, who I was, if I was his wife. And I said, yes. He said him and I needed to speak. And... Uh, we proceeded to talk about, you know, what had been transpiring through the last few months. And he showed me a whole bunch of emails between them. And, um, yeah, I just, I never had an idea. Cece, did you stay with your husband? Are you with him? Yes, I am. I am. I am still with my husband. I moved. Well, my husband's a very, very kind human. He, 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 he has a lot of love for people. And he's just a kind human in general. And I know that when relationships come together, it takes two people. You know, it's just not just one person. I mean, I would never tell him this directly, like, hey, what did I do to push you? But I know that as humans, you know, there's a lot of things that happen. And I'm a mother of three. I moved out for about six months, you know, and mm-hmm. I needed to figure it out for my children. You know, um, I, I, honestly, I, Cece, you are just listening to this. I, I don't, it would be very difficult for me because I'm not as strong, I'm not as mature, I'm not as wise as to be able to step back and look at it the way you did. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, that is a very complicated, sophisticated place to be. And it, it's, it's, it's pretty incredible that, that you can look at it that way because it just, like, you were, it sounds like you, because you look at it that way, 
there's peace with your kids. There's pe- There's a little bit of peace there because you have that lens you're looking well, through. <clears throat> yes and no. I think that's where the complication comes in because I think it's all as an individual. You know, you choose your own. You choose your own pain. You know, you choose where where you want to be hurt and where you want to let go. And even though my children are able to go ahead and have their father around and he's a great person to them, they're always looking for daddy and daddy. Like overall, he is a really kind man. And it's really hard to put yourself in that situation where you know this person hurt you, the person you yeah. never thought would. Um, so it's 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 a little complicated. My kids are, you know, my kids are happy to be around their mom and their dad. And, mm-hmm. you know, we give them the best home that we can. But overall, inside, I'm still, you know, a little hurt. It's you know, time. it takes time. Sure. Well, we uh, admire the way you're handling it, the things you're telling us. It's, 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 it's strong. And, Cece, thank you for listening to us and even calling in to share this uh yeah, no, sensitive conversation i appreciate you coming on you both sound so beautiful over the phone <laughs> Very kind. Not, that you're, not that you don't sound beautiful <laughs> you. Well, listen, we, we, we save our pretty voice for the uh, phone calls we sure do <laughs> you take care Cece. <laughs> thank you have a great day you know wow more power to her i have to say people f up man they f <sighs> up they don't mean it and you ask me why I'm terrified of everything. <laughs> yeah, dude. I mean, you like ask this. me. You look at me with those judgy eyes. I'm not judging you. Oh, boy. Here we go. What's that song by the Eagles, Judgy Eyes? Definitely could not name a song from the Eagles. Mark that old, old song. Mark that old song. <laughs> they lionize. Yeah, judgy lion eye, eyes. lion, whatever. You know what I'm saying. <laughs> no, just the two of you I mean, do. <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I don't know what you're saying. You guys want to take it from here? <laughs> take it to the limit. So... It's difficult to snoop in someone's phone without leaving a trace. If you think, and most of you do, if you think somebody's been checking or snooping, many people do, check your screen time. Okay. On an iPhone setting, screen time, then see all activity. You can see a summary for each day and week by hour. See if it says you used your message app at a time when you weren't around or you weren't using it or were sleeping. Wow. Oh, <laughs> this is kind of like forensic. Yo, that is. If you're at that level, very detailed. But it is just giving you the ammunition to do it if you need to. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So on Android, go to show your data under digital well being. Same concept. Okay. Now, today's quote <laughs> Knowledge is power. I know. <laughs> it is bliss, also, too. Uh huh. But, but what is that? No, the other saying ignorance is ignorance is bliss. Is bliss. Uh, yeah, knowledge is power, ignorance is bliss. I mean, you decide where you are. Yeah, Today's quote. Knowledge. Today's quote. Don't just slay your demons. Dissect them and find out what they've been feeding on. Ooh, I wow. love that. Get to the root. On air with Ryan Seacrest. All right, it's Tate McRae on KISS. Sissney, let's get into the top stories. KISS FM headlines with Sissney. So CVS and Walgreens are among the retailers limiting sales of baby formula amid the ongoing nationwide shortage. Citing challenges with supply, both chains are capping purchases to three baby formula products per transaction. You know, I noticed this with Target as well the other day when I was trying to buy formula for Savea. The FDA is also warning against diluting formula. That is not safe, apparently, or buying it overseas since it could be counterfeit. Now, the Department of Homeland Security has approved nearly 6,000 Ukrainians to enter the U.S. through an online application system that lets them gain legal authorization to fly to U.S. airports and stay with Americans who have agreed to sponsor them. The online portal known as Uniting for Ukraine launched on April 25th. For the first time ever, the Los Angeles Dodgers will be wearing special pride hats on the field during their ninth annual LGBTQ plus 
tonight on June 3rd as they take on the New York Mets. Fans who buy tickets for Dodgers annual Pride Night at Dodger Stadium in L.A. will receive an exclusive commemorative Dodger LGBTQ plus game jersey as part of a package. And what up, Jack Harlow? He is so hot right now and gearing up to head out on the road again. His North American tour kicks off this fall on September 6th and includes 23 dates. And of course, he'll be rolling through Los Angeles. City Girls are also slated to open for him. On Air with Ryan Seacrest. You know, every now and then something in the food world strikes me, and this one did. Uh, Messy Dude, at Messy Dude, M-E-S-S-I-D-U-D-E, Messy Dude dot food on Instagram. Rajis Niti, okay? He took into account all of the Korean barbecue spots in L.A. County, and he created a, a chart. Uh, hey, hey, Rajis, what do you call this chart? Um, I just call it quadrant, like okay. radical quadrant for food. So it looks complicated to me, but basically, when you look at it, mm-hmm. he's evaluated best quality and best value. And you can look at this chart on his Instagram, and you can see uh, where they intersect, quality and value. And you know what? Yeah. When it comes to Korean barbecue, and we're going to talk about tacos in a second, there are a lot of choices, and everybody's mm-hmm. got their one that they brag about. So mm-hmm. he used real science and a chart to pinpoint the intersection of value and quality. And now you've done tacos, Rajis? Yes, yes, I've done tacos, yes. So can you explain uh, how you came mm-hmm. up with the, the taco chart? Yes, so uh, what I basically did was I got a bunch of uh, uh, data from Yelp, Google, um, Uber Eats, DoorDash, because people have been using these for many years to... Uh, get their food to find out which is their favorite, and they've been rating them. So I get all that information uh, using a data scraper, and then I put all, put all of that together, analyze it, and then make my chart on this uh, cool software called Tableau. Uh, and then it gives me this really fancy chart that I put up on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, it basically gives me um, every restaurant which you know, it's cheap and best, or if it's like a little bit more expensive, but still maintains the quality, or if it's uh, not as, uh, you know, tasty, but it's still cheap, or if it's very expensive. It's very handy. You really have a business Mm -hmm. going here, bro. I mean, this is a very handy Uh, guide. mm -hmm. Uh, I actually wanted to mention that uh, my friends and I, we actually, we're going live today with a website called Quadrad. Uh, which basically is going to be doing exactly that. Wow. So it's all about food? All about food. Using Quadrat. The, using Q-U-A-D-R-A-D? Yes, exactly. Quadrat.io. So that it's going live today. Okay. So let's mm-hmm. get to the tacos. You reviewed 287 taco places. How do you taste 287 taco places? I wish I could. Uh, <laughs> I've uh, actually since I posted the chart, like people have been, some of these restaurants have been requesting me to visit them. So I'm like super excited about that. So my next trip to LA, I know where to go. Okay, where do you live? Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm right now in the Bay Area, uh, working for a cool startup called Sage Medic. All right. Well, I've seen the Elizabeth Holmes mm-hmm. story. Okay. <laughs> so uh, and we chat. We crash. We crash. Have you seen We Crash? No, I'm not. Um, I, I've I actually rec- not seen that. I recommend, considering your line of work, I recommend. All right, now, Rajiv, okay, yeah, tell me, yeah. what mm-hmm. scores in the top three L.A. tacos mm-hmm. quality and value? Can you give me the names? Uh, I think uh, Villas Tacos is one, and uh, Taco King was one of the higher-rated oh. ones. Uh, I I don't remember the third one exactly, but yeah, Villas well, here, Tacos, looking- it seemed to be ex- Villas Tacos seems to be extremely popular, and they seem to be recently they're winning the uh, a kind of like a voting for like the best taco award, and they seem to be winning it. Uh, they seem to be very, very, very popular. Okay, here's I'm looking at the chart now. So Tacos El Primo is what you've got for mm-hmm. West LA quality value. Tacos mm-hmm. El Toro East LA, uh, Sonora mm-hmm. Town Fashion District Leo's Tacos, which is a truck, mm-hmm. and then a lot of other. Yes. I mean, it does. It, it is a Villa valuable tacos, tool. Mm-hmm. Three borders, which seems to be good. Um, and uh, I think Brothers is also pretty famous. So 
Could I? Yeah. I know that you're going to do the the staples first: burgers, tacos, Korean barbecue. When you're going to do fondue mm-hmm. places, will you <laughs> let me know because it's a sweet spot in my heart. Yeah, since you told me, you know what? I actually think I'll do that next. Because, <laughs> I will, yeah. I, listen, I, maybe I'll make an angel investment in the startup. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Angel yeah, investment. I'm looking forward to that. <laughs> right, geez. I'm happy to meet you yeah. again on this note and talk more about food. So let's keep it going. Quadrad.io to see these guys and what they're doing. Thanks, brother. Good luck. Yes, thank you so much. Appreciate right. it. Thanks. Bye bye. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Bye bye. Again, if I could get a job eventually doing that. I don't know how you can't. <laughs> he doesn't have the time right now. That's not true. Well, kind to of. To venture it is. out into different <laughs> cities all day and try different food. You don't have to go to different cities right now. You can do it in your own kitchen. You're you're starting to chef and cook. But I think what Sisney's saying is I want it to be my full focus. Yeah. Oh, uh, well, you can't do that right now. No, well, no. Thank you. <laughs> We've come right. to that conclusion. <laughs> we'll get there. Right. 20, I don't know what it is. Uh, all right. When we get to the 30s of the 20s, maybe that's the full. Wow. You mean the, what? 2030s. The 2030s. That could uh, be my entire full focus. No? I mean, I can still do this, then go do that. No. You, right? Mm-hmm. What do you mean, no? Are you, oh, I can't come back in 2030? Wow. No. Just saying <laughs> to do both is a lot. Well, Easton will cover me on Thursdays. All right. <laughs> It's second date update. So Sherry's reaching out to us. And if you are dating, you'll appreciate this. And if you're not, you will too, I think. So you say, uh, Sherry, you met this guy at a party, friend of a friend. You walked, you exchanged info. Then you ended up going out. And you thought you had a nice time. You talked about a second date. So, all right, after you went out, you think you had a good time. You talked about another date. What's happened? Nothing. He won't. He won't get back to me about a second date, and I don't understand why because we had a really nice time. So, what did you say? How have you connected about this second date since? Um, I just he just keeps backing off while just keeping like, "Hey, I hope you're having a great day. Like, would love to like see you this week." And then he'll just be like, "Yeah, like let's pick it. Like let's let's do something." And then he won't get back to me, and then I'll feel awkward and like try again, and then it just like won't pan out. He just keeps kind of like, I don't know, getting out of it and not committing to a day. Hmm. How long I don't has that been going do. on? Um, it's been like a couple weeks since our first date. And so I just don't know if I should like give up or like keep trying or, I mean, I, I want to keep trying because we had a really nice time and like, he's a really great guy. I'm not on the apps. Like, I don't really want to be like, I want to like see if there's something there. See, I always worry, is there a health scare? Is something going on with his family? Wow. Right. Because if everything clicked and someone disappears like that, sometimes you wonder, is everybody okay? But a quick text could That's solve true. that or like he lost his phone skiing or not for two weeks he's responding but he's just not like really like like mailing down a, yeah. a day like he, he's beating around the bush all right yeah, Sherry. he's like breadcrumbing me a little bit here's mm. what we're gonna do hold on one second let's we i guess we have his information here right yeah so sherry be very quiet we are going to talk to mike you'll listen in but let us see what we can find out about why you went out, had a great time, and then he's disappeared for a couple of weeks, okay? Okay. It's a second date update. They met, they went out, she thought it went great, and then he's just not responding to a second date. But why? And you know, if you left to your own devices, your just head goes down a hundred different paths. Yep. Yeah. What did I do? What did I do? What did I do? Yep. What doesn't he see? I mean, all that stuff. And, you know, five out of ten times, you're right or wrong. Mm-hmm. That's good math. All right, let's get to Mike here. Be very quiet, Sherry. Here we go. Hello, Mike? Yes. Hey, thanks for agreeing to come on with us. It's Ryan Seacrest and Sissini and Tanya. Your voice is on the radio here at KISS FM. We're calling you about Sherry, whom you met through friends and went out with, I think, once. Does that ring a bell? <laughs> uh, yes, it does. So... How did the first date with Sherry go, Mike? Uh, it was it was good. I mean, the first date was quite good. Good. And what did you like about Sherry? Well, I mean, uh, she was easy to talk to, had good taste in music, um, 
good listener, I thought. Okay. And any downside to Sherry? Um, yeah, I, I don't know if it's exactly what I want to get into. <laughs> She's just kind of a lot. A um, lot? Yeah, it, I'm going to be honest, it kind of feels weird uh, getting into that. Understood. Uh, what if I told you Sherry is on the line, Mike, and probably wants to hear more about that? Sherry, do you want to hear what he's thinking? Yeah. Hey. 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 Hi. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I'm just confused. I thought we had a really nice time. Look, Sherry, we did. Um, I just, I'm going to be honest, I don't think that we're right for each other. It sounds like you have a clear, deliberate reason for why. Yeah. Well, I just don't think that we're a right fit. Yeah. And why is that? I I have my reasons. You know? I almost don't think I want Mike to say it. No, it seems I want to know. Well, that kind of sucks to just, you have your reasons. Like, can you just tell me, like, what it is? Like, I can take it. Like, just, I just would like to know. Oh, no. I don't. All right. You don't live close to me, right? You told me where you live. And you had said that you'd never been in my neighborhood before. And then you just show up and we bump into each other on a night that I said that I couldn't go out. (laughs) That bothered you? I mean, I thought that was, like, kind of cute and, like, rom-com-y, and, like, I thought it was, like, sweet, and we, like, it was nice to see you, and, like, I knew you were having, like, your own night, but, like, I just, I don't know, I thought that was, like, so random. Like, I had no idea you were going to be out. Wait, why were you in his neighborhood, Sherry? Well... I don't, I just, he had told me about the area and I was curious and like he couldn't go out, but like I was curious about the area. So I took my friend and like we went out and I had no idea I was going to run into him. And then like I did, which was kind of, I didn't try to do that. But if you take a friend to socialize in his neighborhood, it's possible you might run into him. So I had to cross your mind. I mean... Yeah, but, like, he was busy, so I figured he was, like, doing something else, and, like, I had no idea he would be at the the exact spot we chose to go to. Like, what are the chances of that? I thought that was, like, serendipitous and, like, kind of cool. Did you you want to go see if he was out with someone else? Is that why you went out? Oh, no, 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 no. No, honestly, no. He just said the area was cool, and I had never been to it, so I was, like... I don't see anything wrong with that. It's a little stalkery. It's not stalkery at all. Yeah, not the neighborhood, please. Sherry, be real. It's a little stalkerish. Mike, you're implying that she literally went into your neighborhood to stalk you? I did well, not. It, it really not. seems like you and your friend went out because you were trying to catch me with another girl. What? Which no. I wasn't with. But then also, like, I very much have the right to do that. You know, I mean, I'm. And Mike, she, you, she you, very much has the hiding? right. Mike, what are you hiding? there, too. Well, I'm not hiding anything. I just think that it's a little strange that I would run into you on a night when I said I couldn't go out. Well, she can go well, out with I, her I, friends. I'm not, I'm not so up in arms about it, honestly. I, I feel like if everything was good between the two of you, it's like, oh, how funny. Here you are. What a convenient moment this is. It just seemed a little too convenient. I don't know. I, it was it kind of a lot. Mike, if you liked me and I bumped into you at a bar, you'd be yeah. excited, and you yeah, don't sound excited, so and that sucks. That really like makes me sad because I I genuinely thought that we had like a really great first date, and it's rare that you have a really great first date. Well, this is off. Yeah, clearly, I'm not going right. to deny that the first date was nice. I, it it was nice, but this just I, it I don't know. It just seems weird to me. I'm going to let you guys. Go from here. Thank. I am okay. not so bothered by your hanging out in the neighborhood, Mike. Good luck to you. I hope you guys both find what you're looking for. Uh, I, I look, do I've to... done that before, but you did it to go stalk. Yeah, I don't for really sure. I don't think she did. 
He was curious about the neighborhood. He's hiding something. Yeah. Something's going on with him because it would be fun if you liked Sherry. On air. On air with Ryan Seacrest. Now, I, I understand that not everybody feels this way. But I've always been a major Tom Cruise fan club member. Like, I don't, I've seen things, heard, but I love him in movies. Yes, 1,000%. Right? Like, he, to me, is a movie star. Mm-hmm. And I don't care what you say. Every time I see him in a movie, he steals the scene. It's good. I mean, I'm taking you back to Top Gun. I'm taking you back to You've Lost. Jerry Maguire. love and fee. I'm taking you back to Jerry Maguire. Mm-hmm. Show me money. I don't think Ooh. I've seen very many Tom Cruise movies. <sighs> Mission Impossible? <laughs> no, the only one I saw was when he did... Um, Risky Business? No. Wasn't he in one with Julianne Huff? Oh. Rock of Ages. Yes. Rock of Ages. Yes, he was. That's the only one. And <laughs> I and I met him there. <laughs> no. And he couldn't have been more amazing. Yeah. And again, my admiration fell deeper. He was very genuine. Mm-hmm. So, cut to, cut to, cut to, years go by, <laughs> Ruby joins the show. <laughs> now, all of a sudden, I come in this morning, she's been spending time with Tom Cruise. Oh, yeah. She went to go see Tom. She actually took a road trip to meet him, right? Yeah, he's the best. Like you said, he's iconic and so down to earth. I was just like... Yeah, did you just get mesmerized? Did you look into your soul? Yeah, everybody like, says, eye contact. I, I, I saw it firsthand. He does do that thing where he locks you in, right? Yeah. Wow. He's so not like he looking do? around. Yeah. What do you do? Tell me about him locking you in. So first of all, I was impressed. He literally says hi to everyone. Like every outlet, he like goes up to them, shakes their hand, like looks you in the in the eye, in your soul. And he's just so, so genuine, such a good person. And like he makes you feel like he actually like he like he cares. You know, he cares so much about yeah. his work. And you can just tell. And um it was just really refreshing. And he was super nice. Um, shaking his hand, I was just like, wow, this is like, this is a, an iconic moment, you know, yeah. to like be there with him. And um, yeah, he was just great. It was the whole entire thing was like amazing and seeing all the cast members, like everyone was just amazing. Oh, you went to the premiere. I thought y'all went and grabbed buffalo wings or something. <laughs> oh, come on. Oh, yes. so, you, so you were in San Diego for the Top Gun Maverick premiere. Yes. For the missed Top Gun that Ma- detail. They did missed it on that. the USS Midway, right? Yeah. The ship out there. Yeah, the red carpet was right on the tarmac, and it was just like cool. Yeah, that is Next really level. cool. And you know what I also admire is that he and I look eye to eye. We flat shoes. <laughs> we are now eye to I eye understand. mates. I thought he was shorter than he, you. I think he is if you Google. Now, yeah. now my Google's wrong, so don't don't look at my whatever the thing. Uh-huh. My Google map. What is it? My yeah, ID. he's five seven. Yeah, I'm not. Mm-hmm. But it says I am on the worldwide. So maybe internet. he's. Anyway, so you went, how was the movie? Oh my gosh, amazing. I literally walked out. Uh, I took my boyfriend to come see it with me and we walked out and we looked at each other and we're like, this, this like you have to, you have to see it in theaters. That's all I keep hearing. Yeah, it's it's incredible. It's so good. The sound, the aesthetics, like well, visually, it's just like next level. Didn't Tom, was perp- this movie has been done for years, but he didn't want it to come out during the pandemic. There's that a, right? Yeah, there's that a in- lot of like, yeah, back and forth. Because he wanted COVID, everyone yeah. to see it in the movie theater because mm-hmm. it's that good. Okay. So we have the sit down with Tom Cruise audio <laughs> it's here. Not right? like an Oprah sit down. It was not a sit down. It was like a well, red what carpet. Well, yeah. What happens? You're on the, a- okay. You're on the carpet. Yes. Right? Okay. We got one question. Uh, one so I was question. sharing a mic with. Uh, <laughs> hip-hop gamer from hot 97 um in new york yes he was, oh we had one i heart mic it was for both coasts yeah but it was great we we made it work and but how um, did, that's a lot listen we talked to people we just kind of throw out a bunch of questions you had to pinpoint the one question it's a lot of pressure ruby it kind yeah, of is it is it, definitely a lot of pressure i was like well i hope this one is a good so one what was the What'd question you pick okay oh. so we i just wanted to know like what was his proudest moment from like the filmmaking process, right? From the entire film, like there was there a standout moment for me? I loved. That's a good question. I don't want to ruin it, but no, I, no, don't ruin it. Oh, oh, okay. You're gonna spill something from the movie, right? No, uh, no, you can't. I mean, it's like out there. Oh. Iceman is back. Okay, yeah, it's in the trailer. So 
Um, I just wanted Goose to know. Goose is in uh, one of the shows I just streamed. <laughs> he's he's little off, Goose. Little yeah, track he's there, in, yeah. Uh, what did I just watch? It was another one of those. Miles things. Teller, right? Miles Teller. No. Oh, you're talking about Goose from the oh, original. Yeah, yeah, yeah. From, the original. Yeah. What, so Rooster Goose is, is yeah. in. He plays the same character in We Crashed and something else in I we just crashed. watched. We Crashed. Inventing Anna. Inventing Anna, he's in that too, mm-hmm. is the same character. <laughs> this guy's right. everywhere, this goose. <laughs> but he's not in Top Gun, I guess, right? I, guess I, not. Anthony Edwards. Miles Teller plays his son. So is Anthony Edwards, Mark? Is Goose in the new one? The Maverick Top Gun? Go- Go- Goose passed in the first one. Yeah, you can't have him back. Yeah. It's the son. He's, all, oh, he's all over my streaming shows. He's not passed. <laughs> no, in the oh my movie. goodness, you need to rewatch Top Gun. <laughs> okay, well, I'm gonna listen to Ruby's interview here. Her question for Tom Cruise. Oh, one question. Here we Let's go. go. One question. Hi, Tom Ruby. What's on air with Ryan Seacrest? So good to meet you. The Great film to meet you. Was... How are you doing? All right. So, what was one of your proudest moments from the film? Obviously, Iceman is back. That moment between you and him was it gave me chills. It's all about story. It's all about story. What is that story? How, how do you how do you do it? I mean, it took 36 years to figure this one out. I think this the proudest moment. I think is this moment right now. You know, we had to push this off for years, and I kept saying, guys, it's going to be okay. You know, when the pandemic hit, I called the theaters. I said, we're coming. Don't worry. You stay open. I will be there. I will deliver wow. this. How, the energy is unparalleled. Uh, the energy is unparalleled. Good job, Ruby. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't even hear the question. Sorry, I was so excited to hear his voice. I forgot what you asked. Yeah. Let me play it again. I, I forgot what you asked. I just was mesmerized by him. Hi, Tom Ruby. with on air with Ryan Seacrest. So good to meet you. The Great film to meet you. Was... How are you doing? All right, so what was one of your proudest moments from the film? Obviously, Iceman is back. That moment between you and him was, it gave me chills. It's all about story. <sighs> Ruby, what do you do from that? I don't know. I was just, it was, it was very like nerve wracking. I'm not going to lie because I didn't know how he was going to be like in the flesh. I didn't know what that no. moment was going to be like, but it was, he, it was he, everything and more. It was great. Good. He crushed he's, it. He's consistent and he's focused. And I hear he is just the hardest, hardest worker too. Right. Yeah. And that's what Full the speed. the entire cast said too. They're just like, he is like committed like no one else mm-hmm. so i'm gonna watch that movie because i'm a big glenn powell fan and i subscribe to anything that he's a part of yes and he said he remembered being on the show like before you know he started filming the movie and he's like i love you guys you guys are i the knew best. tom i knew tom would remember that <laughs> no, glenn no glenn powell oh glenn powell yeah <laughs> all right next for ruby nico and vins guys <laughs> With Ryan Seacrest. COVID test. So it's going around again. Yeah. Maybe your friends are going through this again. Positive COVID test. So they had to do, I can't even say that. I don't want to say the name of the hotel, but I drove by it on my way to work. Uh-huh. Uh, and I looked up to try and figure out which rooms they were in. Because I saw the background and I saw an escalator in, was it Fritz's or Noah's? I think Noah's song. There were people going up and down an escalator. So I tried to find that escalator in the background and then reverse my view to see what rooms they were in. That was just weird. Okay, well, that narrows it down, I think. Well, let's not give away yeah. the escalator. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Christian Guardino, and we had to say goodbye to Jay as well, which was tough. Christian, I'm telling you. Yeah, when are you not thinking about food? Like, the fact that you bring up olive oil, like, in the middle of American Idol to Christian? Well, it wasn't that I brought it up. <laughs> With respect, he uh, was talking about the pizzeria, uh, that his family's a part of, and he, but there was video of him during his tape piece putting olive oil on his pizza, and that is, you know how I feel about. I'm a very, I should join the olive oil advocacy committee for longevity. Is there one? No, no. Create it. You're the president. Have you a, made if, a bottle yet? No, it takes years. Uh, yeah. What? Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. I had to, I have to plant the trees, grow the fruits. <laughs> like, as as Ryan make... Seacrest's dying wish to bottle olive <laughs> oil. Bottle. We will anyway, have to do it for you. Uh, oh, here it is. Here it is. Because he, he was showing putting olive oil on his pizza, and that, like, struck me. Woo. Yeah, it struck me. Congratulations, Christian. <laughs> Great performance. Thank you so much. And I love that you put olive oil on your pizza. You gotta put nice olive touch. oil on your pizza. He knows. You gotta put olive oil on your pizza. E V O O. You're literally the same. The way you say his name, you're like, I can tell you're already like, yeah, you're so excited about the olive oil. (laughs) I am telling you, I take a shot of olive oil every morning on an empty stomach and it promotes fat burn. Mm. 
it's what the doctors tell me. Yeah. I mean, check, check with your doctor. Okay. All right. Uh, let's get into it. So you found a couple, a Hollywood couple mm-hmm. that subscribes to my group hang theory, Tanya, the trending report. Yes. And it's one of our favorite couples ever. Joe Jonas and Sophie Turner. So Sophie was talking about the first time that they hung out and she said that they met at a bar. It was all of her friends and all of his friends. And then they all Quit went- saying all of now. <laughs> You're really trying to get to me. <laughs> oh all of working in an Easter egg, Easter egg. One track mind. So they all went to the bar and then they all went to Sophie's apartment afterwards. And then she shared this line that he pulled, which is so good. I guess he was kind of asking her like, oh, do you ever get mistaken for like a young, you know, a young celebrity because he said I get young George Clooney all the time <laughs> okay relax yeah, I know it's so Wait, good Joe Jonas said that yeah about himself yeah uh, he was being sarcastic yeah, of that's course a stretch. of course oh, and Joe's like a jokester we all know okay. that right. um but I, I I was reading this and I kind of realized that Joe and Sophie started out as a group hang yeah. and I feel like that's your you always say the <laughs> best way to start a relationship it's kind of the only way to go if you want to alleviate pressure and awkwardness i subscribe to the other side of it i like the the pressure and the awkwardness but you can do both you can meet each other and then you start doing group hangs right or ryan and i michael and i did this all the time i do that all the time by the way i say your name when i'm trying to talk about michael and i say michael's name when i'm trying to talk about you you're welcome it's such it's so annoying so when michael and i started dating we did the same thing we would hang out with like all my friends or all his friends right out the gate and it does take away the pressure i feel like in the past when i've done a group hang and you're kind of there to meet somebody you do the group hang and you say you want to take a walk Cute. And you sort of walk outside. Oh, nice. Or you walk to the bar. Or yeah. you alone and time. You, yeah, but from the group, it's just for like mm-hmm. ten minutes. I like alone time. You That's can't take good. the heat or push it, pressure. Oh no, pressure makes diamonds. <laughs> what? Wait, are you in the kitchen? Yeah. Are, or are you, you in the like? Are you still talking to us about the same thing we're talking about? <laughs> we lost her. <laughs> Why are you thinking about diamonds, Tanya? Pressure makes diamonds. You know. Ooh, Freudian slip. Yeah. Freudian slip right. for sure. Uh, let me grab Amanda on the line here. Amanda, how are you? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm doing very well. Thank you. So what can we do for you? So I got a doozy for you guys. Um, so recently I got married and we, my husband and I asked everyone for an unplugged ceremony, which essentially means that, you know, no one has their personal cameras or phones out during the ceremony time and you know, we hope that everyone would respect that. You know, we made an announcement and everything. Well, we just got back our professional photos and we were, you know, thrilled to look through them. However, I noticed that my husband's aunt is standing up, taking photos with her phone, a camera. She's in the aisle. So needless to say, she did not, you know, follow our request. And We felt the best way to address this would be just to have an upfront conversation with her about, you know, kind of how Mm. we were upset, but just let her know where we were coming from, especially if we don't post some of the photos. Yeah. So we had that conversation recently and she was livid. She completely yelled at us, is furious with us. And, you know, we, we are at odds. We don't understand and recently, my um, husband's br- uh, sister got married, and when we were at the wedding, apparently she had told everyone, we don't know what version of the story she told, but my husband's entire family is furious with us. And when they asked to take family photos, my to-be sister-in-law said, no, I don't want her in the photos. I don't have a sister. And excluded me from the photo. Wait, so hold, you know, I don't understand what's at the root of all of this. What else don't we know? Because yeah, it seems to me the best way it's your wedding, and you handled it the most appropriate way, which is to help your aunt and whomever understand where you were coming from, your perspective, so they had the context of your request. Why such a an intense response? Do you think? You know, we are struggling to figure it out, and that's why I wanted to bring it to you guys, because I wanted to understand if I'm missing something in the interaction. You know, I needed, like, a a third-person perspective to help me understand, like, did we do the wrong thing? Because, you know, we expected her to 
be disappointed or we expected some kind of, you know, confrontation just because it was a tough moment. But to talk to my husband's family behind our back and, and make it a bigger deal, you know, I don't know. Should I try and talk to other family members about this? Why did your aunt want to have the recording, do you think? You know, she considers herself like the family photographer, and she's always having her camera out at family events, mm, Is that it? Which, and does she profit from it? She doesn't. She's kind of unofficial, and which we totally understand. Normally love her photos, but, you know, we kind of made this rule because we wanted our professional oh. photographer to have the right so the photos, maybe she's right? offended because she thinks she's a great photographer or she thinks she's great mm. at you know capturing all the video and images and she maybe took it personally i think she I, took it personally that she wasn't actually you know asked to be the photographer of the wedding yeah so maybe there's some sort of personal mm. thing with her that it's like you know that's her domain and she's family and maybe she felt duped by it a little Maybe. bit or i think you got to just let it go just be the bigger person yeah. at the end of yeah. the day and you've given me a good perspective of that she maybe considers herself the family photographer maybe coming person. at it from that angle is understanding yeah you'd be like you know what it needs to you guys need to just clear yeah, it up I mean, maybe you maybe you even i don't know how far you want to go but it's like you know i was thinking about this and maybe uh, this is what you love, and I just wasn't thinking that through. Yeah, and then maybe when you guys have a kid, like she can do like the pictures, like the newborn pictures, or like first birthday party. Oh, I know. Tell her when I get married, she can shoot it. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> she definitely can be there to. She's never going to be able to take those pictures for me. Um, all right, Amanda. I think maybe that perspective helps. Good luck. Okay. Good luck. Thank you so much. Bye. It's a bummer when family is a bummer. <laughs> it's like, yes. On, I guys, hate family, family drama. I mean, right? you don't invite us to your wedding, but you're inviting Amanda's aunt. Guys, let's be realistic. That the wedding's not happening. What, what are the odds? You. Well, I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm offended. Oh, jeez. Well, I'm offended. <laughs> I'm offended that you expect me to have a wedding. Well, I'm offended that I, you're offended that I'm offended. I'm not offended. I just got over it. Mm-hmm. Time passed and I'm over it now. Wow. Okay. So, Sisney said yesterday, mm-hmm. oh, I found this difficult person test. It determines if you're a difficult person to deal with in life. <laughs> she took it. Took the test. What was your score? Um, I got a 44% the first time and I was like, this is crazy. I'm going to do it again because I'm definitely not that difficult. And then I got a 42%. So I am somewhat difficult of a person to get along so with. Apparently. I took it as well and I'm in the 40s. You're We're in both the 40s. In the, so that might be average. Like maybe but, most people are in the 40s. Uh, yeah. I mean, I just accepted it, but I don't want to be somewhat difficult, but I guess it's better than not being than being like 100% difficult. If we really are at the low end of all this, we'll just argue the validity of this test. So let's just (laughs) ride with it for a second. Let's see where time And we took it really fast, you know. Oh my gosh. We We rapid fired through. We didn't think it through. 35 questions. We went so fast. It was 35 questions in one minute. Yeah. Tanya, however... You know, she took her time. Took an overnight. Mm-hmm. Okay. She yeah. Up with her answers. She did. I did not. I did knee-jerk reactions to the questions. Okay. All right. So what did you score, Tanya? I got a 28%, which means <laughs> I am an easy person to get along with, which <laughs> oh, I agree wait a with. Minute. Hold on. I have the scoring all wrong. I thought like grade school, elementary school, and high school, we wanted to get closer to 100%. No, so you closer, don't want to be 100% difficult. Yeah. Oh, no. so we're for, we're good. So we're less than half I of know. a difficult person. I think so. That's like knees down. Yeah. It's like we're we're human. Oh, knees you know? down. Tanya, you're 28%, only 12% difference, really, if you run up to 30, 10%. True. It's not mine. Yeah, I give it Yeah. Uh, I think but, it's pretty accurate. I, I think like it's I'm, accurate, too. Yeah. The three of us, Tanya is the easiest person to get along with. But then, that being said, if we're so difficult... She should be much easier. So I don't know about this test validity. <laughs> I was thinking about it like, um, you know, when, and with friends, how like Monica and Phoebe how, say Rachel's just like a, they say she's a pushover. Oh, Some, yeah. Sometimes I feel like I'm that because if, if you guys, let's say you're like, I like this side better. I'd be like, all right, I'll, I'll take a picture on this side. You know, like I don't really care. You know what I'm saying? Like if you're like, this is my good side. And then I'd be like, okay, I'll get on the other side. 
Really? Because I've seen some of your posts and you're in this stance that seems like it's. A well, yeah, I still thing. do like my stance, but I'm not like I'm not the person in the group that says, like, I want my good side. Yeah, but you're also not the most like we're the most insecure. So <laughs> yeah, you are naked <laughs> yeah. in, in general, like, right outside of the show. So we're yeah, not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So for us, it's like I don't know if that's such a prize we're going to give you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know if you what get are you talking about? I'm easy to get along with. I like that. I'm going to wear no, that no, with a badge uh, of honor. And, and is your fiance is he easy to get along with as well? My boyfriend. He is. Oh, sorry, boyfriend. Fiance. Always confused. Yeah, did, he's easy oh. to get along with. Did you give him the test? I didn't, actually, but I, should, I will send it to him. Listen, why don't you give Robbie the test? Excuse me, you give Michael the test. Okay, now we'll compare the boyfriends. Oh, husbands in my case. <laughs> yeah, husband. And I'll give Easton the test. So <laughs> okay. Right, or engineer. Okay. I saw a paparazzi photo of this circulating the other day, <laughs> yeah. and I didn't understand what was going on. Now it rings a bell. Yeah. So the exposed thong, does that mean the waistband above the waistband that could mean yeah the strap kind of just peeks out from your pants or the back of the thong peeks out from the and this pants. was a trend that was in the past that's now this was like think early 2000s christina aguilera genie in the bottle like that era that like when i was graduating from high school i graduated in class of 2002 this was very much the look like low rise jeans like the lowest you can possibly get uh, bell bottomy, and then the exposed thong, just a little bit. It was considered cute and tasteful, and now it's back again. Yeah, but no chance you can find me wearing anything like this now. I bring this up because Bella Hadid was spotted wearing this look in New York City the other day, and I mean, look, Bella can wear anything and it's going to look incredible on her so don't get me wrong there but i just saw this and was like no way is this back and it is it's there's a bunch of other models and other like you see this all over tiktok it's definitely the fashion that's happening and they say fashion repeats itself every 20 years literally to the year it's back i'm into it you're into seeing it or you're into wearing it? Well, so here's the thing. I don't wear thongs anymore. So you don't? No, because of all my UTIs. So um uh. I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to get some because I'm into this trend. So how is this different than guys showing their underwear with their pants hanging down? It's kind of the same trend, isn't it? Kinda. I like, guess. I like if like But were you gonna wear a crop top to show off your Well, I mean that's up for debate. But because she's wearing the crop top to show the exposed. Well, thong. I think like I, I mean, you know, it's a look to show your Calvin's right, your boxer well, briefs. Wasn't yeah. this a look in like the early? Because remember watching the early episodes of Mountain Two and O, and like Steve Sanders, he would always wear like the crop top, and he would show his midriff. When you say crop top, you mean a cut off t shirt? Cut off t shirt. Yeah. Well, sure. cut off t shirts were a thing. That's what I was thinking That's about too. I was when, when I was growing up. The guys had cut-off T-shirts. You cut the sleeves and you cut the bottom cut a little the bit. Sleeves and it was an old concert T-shirt yeah. or something that we got at a Richard Mark show or whatever. Richard and, Mark. <laughs> oh my and god! You, you cut the you cut it all up. Yeah. Right. Totally. And the big big O's and the, the big side. O's just like yeah, all your pits hanging out for so everyone to see. It's all the same thing. But I feel like it's not trendy for guys underwear to show right now. It's not a thing. Right. I don't intentionally try and show it but sometimes you'll see the band this know? would never work for me the thong would just roll down the minute i sat down like it would just get lost yeah how do you keep the <laughs> sides up yeah i think you have to get special ones that do it <laughs> i don't know this is too much work <laughs> you imagine going into the store can i have the special thongs you know the ones that i can wear exposed yeah, the ones I can yeah. wear over my shoulders <laughs> yeah they're probably like stickier or something <laughs> On air. On air with Ryan Seacrest. Tomorrow, more spring cash on the 10s and more Wango Tango tickets as well. Plus, Nick, Joe, and Kevin, the Jonas Brothers, joining us. So much to catch up on with them. Tomorrow. Thanks for listening to On Air with Ryan Seacrest. Make sure to subscribe, and we'll talk to you again tomorrow.